welcome to Unicorn Teachers Podcast, and I am your host, Casey, and I'm so excited. I have an interview with my amazing friend, Adrian. He is living in Italy, which is so awesome, and it's really my dream. So, yes, I'm really excited to talk to him today about just what he's doing in Italy, and yeah, so by all means, let's go ahead and jump on in to that interview and talk to Adrian. Hey, Adrian, it's so awesome to have you on today. Oh, well, thanks for inviting me out of the blue, so what can I say? I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, it's so cool to have you on. I haven't had someone that's actually like living in another country like during the time that we're doing this, so yeah, it's so cool. Let's get it going. All right. Okay, so Adrian, can you tell us, the listeners, a little bit about yourself? Well, I don't even know where to start, actually, so I'm actually, I've been teaching in Italy in North East of Italy, uh, a called Denethel, and I live with Mom, Father, and Denethel. When I met you, actually, I was in Italy, so cool that you're actually still there. I'm, like, totally jealous. Actually, yesterday was my seventh year anniversary. Wow, crazy. That's so cool. You know, looking back, you know, it's like, wow, you know, seven years already. I'm already past past that year, so, whoa. Yeah, wow, that's so cool. Over seven years, wow. I I didn't even have facial Oh, that's funny. So, how did you get started teaching abroad? Like, what made you think, okay, I'm going to go to Italy? Well, I have no plans to go back to Italy. It all began when I started uh, uh, taking Italian classes in high school. And it was all an accident. Thank you. 
my teeth and I said, hey, I'm literally in a living. Oh my God, you're the first one to actually make it. Not to say in a few months or three months that you're living it. And so, and I'm going to feel it inside. Yeah, super awesome. Wow. A pretty cool story of how you actually got started in school and how you were like inspired to want to go there. What do you like the most about living abroad, teaching abroad, being over there? What I like about it is that you're always going to be out of your culture of cocoon in that way, you know, where you have to you know, the best part by yourself, trying to adapt, linguistically thinking, culturally, everything comes different. It's a difficult part to step because in the moment you hate everything, but then it's like, well, you start as you have to It feels great, you know. It's becoming, it feels like becoming part of it. And you start to enjoy other people things that are not part of it. You become cultural. The thing is different horizons, places, the people, all the people you meet. Even in your heart of time, you have to be abroad. You know, the people really are there. I mean, you don't grow up the same world, the same kind of as a non-verbal very cool. And if you could go anywhere else to teach besides Italy, where would you want to go? Now, if anywhere else, if I could say if anything happens, I would like to go. I would probably want to go to for the Eastern Europe. I would probably go to I'm always going to check. I point those, you know, where if it's there, it's not an easy life, and I probably would want to do whatever I can to do for the Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. That sounds really awesome. Very cool. Maybe you'll get to do that someday. <laughs> yeah, you never know, I guess. So how do you celebrate the holidays there? I know it's probably got to be a little different. Well, I'll tell you what. For example, I mean, here in Italy, I mean, the religious holidays are, are pretty, are absolutely, you know, celebrated, but they're also celebrated different than Christmas. It's very different with Christmas. You have to have the whole family, everyone's eating gifts. That's real food because that's the U.S. Maybe nowadays everything's just self out. Everybody just goes to the long table, fill up the play with the next one, and maybe it's not like you'll, you know, like it's over there. Everything's just all. Maybe it's, I mean, now it's not. Being there, they have a lot of different courses. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Eating is the most important thing, and that's what I love. I love. Yeah, I know. Eating is the best. Yeah. You're in an awesome place there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. So, let's see. Going back to teaching, what do you do when you have an unfocused or student that's distracted, and you have, like, icebreakers or something? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, and I'm telling you what, you know, as a teacher, you realize it's so different. If you ever remember, the teachers that never lie or you end up thanking them. I mean, I really end up, you know, all the tricks that I've had, I really thank them now. So I thought that I was a teacher, you know, but you really don't have to really care. And so I grew up, you know, with a military dad, and my mom passed away, my mom passed away. So I just, it just gets worse and worse here. <laughs> and so, and when it comes to tricks, you have to take 
know, back in the, you know, that kind of thing called text away. And once you get that student's, you know, attention, you get to get involved, you know, when you get something practical to a game, and that student, you know, gets in the game and you're actually, and won't fall out for a bit. <laughs> and so it's all a work in progress. Right? It's kind of hard to explain uh, <laughs> it, but today I have that. So I have to deal with a certain student. Right. Yeah. It's true that you were talking about how it's like you have to think your teacher is like the really strict one from before because when it's happening, you're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And then you get in that situation and it's like, wait, yeah. Uh, the thing is, you got to keep going. I mean, the idea is you can't stop anything. You have to keep going. Right. And so I warned it that there was a possible thing to lose. You know, you're going to lose something because everyone's good. Everyone's trying to earn a merit. And, you know, the guess game of a real life, you know, less of that. Like, if you're not focused, if you're not, you know, on top of things, then you're choosing to distract it. You're always constantly. And then also leaving a goal life. And so you have to really show that everything. You have to really give out everything that you know of, you know, what this and that. And having a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan A, plan C. And so just, it all depends on the level of the situation. Right. Yeah, every situation is going to be different, for sure. Not like you don't do the same thing for each situation and every student. It's, you know, definitely you have to kind of cater to your students. You're just splitting your brain into, you know, different brains. And so, you know, it just seems like you have to always break that break off out of your brain, you know, from that data and just keep the rest. That's yeah. part of it. But it's very good to be able to get to the lesson every time, you know, get to go home with something new. Yeah, that's true. A lot of pieces of the puzzle. I like to think of it like a puzzle. I'll tell you what, I follow an idea. If you can find a fantasy out you don't always get to the whole time. Yeah, true. Very true. And do you have any aha moments, like when you're teaching something just like sort of kind of snapped into place and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens almost every day. I mean, moments where I recognize being connect, you know, with the new or even not to teach you those particular moments, you know, that going back to your childhood and uh, realize that oh, I hardly talk about it that way. You know, even the best time to apply there, you know, it's also to connect you to the behavior. Yeah, yeah. And it's that possible simple thing about <laughs> You're doing awesome. So I teach online, and like for a lot of these companies, the lessons are all pre-made, so which makes it super easy. So how is it there? I know you you teach actually like in the classroom. You're not online, and so what is it like? You know, just what? in that kind of perspective. Well, here's the thing. I honestly prefer to be a traditional teacher, not being not being like sort of how it's just being in class, you know, physically present, all the because most of that part is and you want to come up with something, class, and then part of the things that happen are on the But in most cases, you actually have to go through the you know, and also whatever you want to do, whatever you accomplish, whether you do or you don't, uh, at the end of the show, I did like that. Yeah, you're there and listen, listen to that. Yeah, that makes sense. And then what is it like when, because you have students, and how often do they get rotated out? Is it like for a semester, and then you get new students? I don't know. I mean, depending where I went to a semester, it goes for a private school, which is to be considered a school. And I think three people in kindergarten. And so most students will just go from one to another and you're executing a paper. I'll have, yeah, I'll have kids from three years old, and I'll be teaching three years until they go to school. And so I'll be watching the 
can all do that. And and also from where I used to work, I would have new students every the month and also the same group because there's always a new assistant or maybe a So it really depends who you work. Yeah, definitely. So what's your favorite thing about teaching ESL? And do you have like a favorite moment or something? Well, my favorite moment is the beginning of uh, the beginner's level. So that's a really wet, that's wet period where your brain goes like the boiling, you know. And you start helping a better way to deliver knowledge. And the person begins to calmly face the things like whatever or everything you talk after maybe a couple of weeks. Cool. I know. I I think it'd be cool to teach in Italy. Let's see. Do you have any like side projects that you're working on, like besides teaching? What else is going on? Well, actually, if you look, I'm playing a class with the car and I've been so far by the same mic for five years and and the composer as well at a national level. I've published you know a lot of stuff for the music. Yeah, I'm playing I find that, like, if I'm teaching sentences or something. Like knowing when that actually stops, <laughs> like when 
they go from singing it to then being like asking you directly, you know, the question. Like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a yeah, for sure. That's really great. So, what are your goals? Like, you know, in the next several years or whatever, what do you really want to do? Well, one of the things that I really want to do is, you know, as far as I know, as I feel, I'm better in the country that I've been in. I know it's kind of going back to the U.S. I started a life from scratch with zero. Literally, with nothing, you know, with no better. So I would just have to say, but, uh, but, then just the next thing my plan is to continue to be used in some more luck and also be peacefully involved and also try to get to to not only, you know, make music, but also other projects. keep going and doing, you know, what you're doing, you're enjoying it and stuff, so, yeah, it's great. crazy time for everybody so people are losing it yeah it's, it's sad we're not just using our brains but we're just using so we're uh, using our wrong way we're using our brain to help understand you know believing that you know Like any, I don't know, if you were to talk to someone that was like going into doing what you're doing, would you have like any advice for them? Yeah, actually, here's the advice to anyone who wants to do a life to do it. It doesn't matter how old you are, what, what challenges you have, that's what I'm talking about. But my advice is always keep going forward. If you fall back, that's okay. And don't be afraid of going backwards. And but you need to go back to building forward. Don't be Anything that happens. Really want it if you really put up your dream of focus. Don't let anything stop you. Just do what you want to do, do what you have. And even if it makes you happy, doesn't mean that when you get there, it's it, 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 it,
that's great advice. Definitely. To keep moving forward, no matter what happens. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and that's really nice. And that's a great message for people, especially. A lot of things happen just to whatever, you know, life happens. And so it's good to just keep going. Stay positive. Yeah. There's going to be more negative. Stay positive. Right. Yeah. Definitely good. Best to stay positive, I think. For sure. Awesome. Is there a way where people can like listen to your music or I don't know, anything that you want to like share? Well, not yet. But you know what though? When it happens, it happens. Yeah, definitely. Well, when it... I'm a very, I'm a folks to listen like they are the I do I mean, I would say down low. I don't like to really get so bad. I don't like it though. But one day, when I come around, I'll let you know. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah, and then I'll, I can always, like, edit it and add it in later for people that listen to this in the future. <laughs> so that would be really cool. So awesome, Adrian. It's been so great having you on today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. Thank you so much. Uh, not a problem. I'm really happy to share my story, my experience with all of you. I have experienced mine, and so I wish you all the best. I walk and love, and so take care. Yeah. Decontaminated, yeah. That's great advice. <laughs> Another great piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome, Adrian. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good note to end it on. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And again, when he gets that music out, I will post a link below. So be ready for that anytime he's got his music up and running for everybody to listen to. All right. I will catch you all next time. Thank you so much.